Gründer and Great start to the podcast. This is me, Marquez, and the Random Podcast, episode number 27. Thank you very much. Lucky 27, isn't that what they say? Lucky 27. 08-08-2016, 8th of August. That's what I believe. If you can hear that hum in the background. Great news, people. Great news. I'm not sweating. Can you believe that? Podcast starts with me not sweating. What a life, what a day. Not sure if that's pretty loud, but feck it, at least I'm not sweating. Got a new AC unit, happy days, says the man to the pram with the cat. Happy days. My old unit, it was more of a fan, didn't know it wasn't even working. Landlord hooked me up, bought a new one. Guess how hot it was before I installed a new 92 degrees. Turned it on and the digital panel says your apartment is 92 degrees. No wonder I was murderous, suicidal, depressed, sweating, sweat dripping from my chin, down my face. I was even going to move, but now no more. This AC is pumping. Although I did go look at a couple of other places. I forgot how weird people are when you're looking for a house here. One girl I don't think was even renting out the apartment. She just wanted a friend. She's been texting me ever since. Come on over. Watch some of the Olympics with me. I know we only met briefly, but I'm lonely and I need a friend. Aren't we all, love? Aren't we all? That's what I said back to her. Having a great day. I woke up this morning. Accidentally head-butted a wall. That was a nice way to start the day. Monday, I tried last night, actually last few nights, been wearing a sleeping mask to sleep, my old roommate, good old Rob Sheehan, used to sleep with sleep masks all the time, I was like, are you crazy, why'd you use them, he was like, keep out the light man, it's darkness, also used earplugs, keep out the noise, I was like, ah, I can sleep fine on my own, but I can't, I realize I'm a light sleeper. So light, I'm like a feather. The other night, I heard my neighbor's sprinklers go off across the street. I thought there was a leak in my house. I did not realize my hearing was that well, that good. Can't speak English because I'm too cold, too peppered. Anyway, I tried off these uh, sleeping masks, earplugs. Jesus, what a sleep. Didn't wake up once. Except when I woke up, didn't, couldn't see where I was, thought I was blind for a minute. Forgot that I had a sleeping mask on. Turned my head and just headbutted the wall. A little bit of a bruise, a little bit of a bump. But got a great night's sleep, so you take the rough with the smooth, isn't that what they say? Take the tumble with the fumble. Tumble and fumble haze, they call me. Tumble and fumble haze. Not a great thing, Monday, and zero weekend hangover. Isn't that amazing? I'm not sweating, and there's no hangover shame upon my hips. Or my lips, or the tips. reason there's no hangover is I quit booze. Usually Monday to Wednesday, I'm like, I'm off booze. Do you know what? I'm just not going to booze. And then Wednesday, it's like, eh, it's kind of hot. 
I'll go insane. I can't stay in my apartment. It's too hot. Let's have a booze. Working Thursday. Might have a show. Let's have a booze after that. Friday. Uh, sure, it's the weekend. Saturday. Uh, sure, working again. Might as well. Uh, Sunday. Uh, DJ in the pool party. Uh, what's that? Some guy comes up to me with a bottle of moe. It's hard to say no. Hard to say no. I was at Sky Bear last Sunday. This dude came up to me. I was like, I'm not going to drink. First guy came up. He's like, yeah, do you want to drink? I was like, yeah, sure, come on. What you want? Uh, do you want some champagne? I was like, ah, sure, come on, sure. Came back with some moe for me. And then, funny enough, he was like in an older gray hair. But he was dressed sharp. Even though he was casual, t-shirt jeans. You could tell he was a sharp, sharp man. Later on, he was telling me, hey, man, I got some of the... Some of the purest stuff you can sniff. I realized then he was offering me drugs. I was like, no, man, I'm cool. He got very shocked, offended. People don't believe me when I tell them I don't do drugs. Not sure why. I'm always sniffing because of allergies. Maybe my nose is blocked, sinuses. The heat is killing me. I'm always like this. That's been since college for some reason I broke my nose one day playing soccer I think that was it playing some farmer outfit up the country in Ireland the first few minutes it was a big game it was the All-Ireland kind of uh, championships first corner of the game I went to head the ball out a guy came in, headed me right in the face headbutted me like I headbutted the wall boom nose goes goodbye Explodes everywhere. Broken nose. The game's just started. Manager runs on. My nose is screaming in pain. Blood everywhere. They're like, well, it's broken. I'm like, all right, sure, can't get any worse. Might as well play on. So we played on. I think we might have lost. Maybe we won. I think we lost. Right? Maybe we won. Right at the very end, they had like all their fans right on the pitch. It was like in a housing estate, but in the country. It was intense. They weren't happy. We might have won because they weren't happy. The fans came on right at the final whistle. There was a big mass brawl. I think we lost, actually. I think one of our guys started a fight. Because everyone on the team fighting each other. I was resting on the ground with this one dude looked up. An old man had hobbled onto the pitch with a walking stick. Boom! Smacks me in the head with his walking stick. My nose, which I didn't think could get worse, gets worse. Couldn't breathe. I remember the dude came up to me in the bar afterwards. We were having a glass of orange and some peanuts. I think it was in Tipperary. Glass of orange and some peanuts. There's me with the nose that's all over the place. It's basically wrapped around my beautiful head. You tried to say, hey man, it's all fair in sport, huh? No hard feelings. I was like, first of all, you weren't playing the game, you muppet. Second of all, you're an old man. What are you doing hitting me with a walking stick? Third of all, I can't breathe through my nose, you prick. So there's a bit of a squirmish in the pub. Nothing really happened. Handbags at 54 paces, like all fights in L.A. There might have been a few digs thrown, none by me. I didn't want to get my nose bust anymore. My beautiful face. 
Anyway, even though I got surgery to fix that, they cracked it back into place. I still think I can't breathe properly. I'm always sniffing. Sniffing and sliding. Anyway, that was my long story. A lot of people think I do drugs, ask me for cocaine all the time. Would you like cocaine? You do cocaine. I've done cocaine with you. I'm like, sorry, man, that's not me. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Could be a lookalike. But this guy came up to me, and he was so dapper and stylish. He was there with a couple of couple of women. I could just tell he was so rich. I was like, oh, I bet he would have the purest of all the cocaine that anyone probably ever met before. But I still didn't do it. Speaking of lookalikes, my buddy Bolster, Jimmy B, they call him, Gustavo, lives in New York, sent me a text the next day. And he was like, what are you doing in New York? And the photo was a photo of a guy that could not look more like me if he tried. Or do I look like him? He was probably... I had to look the photo twice to be like, where was that photo taken of me? Wait, is that not me? It was that much like me. I thought it was me in the photo. Made me feel not special at all. I'm not unique in the slightest. There's millions of lookalikes of me out there. But do they have my personality and the ability to gibber like this? I don't think so, listeners. They haven't been cursed with this inane ability to gibber the most inane thoughts. What a dull yet probably productive life they live. Not riddled with pointlessness. Fair play to them, whoever they may be. What was I on about? DJ? Oh, no booze. So, yeah, usually a crack. Like last Sunday, I cracked. But then on Monday, I think, maybe Tuesday. So, recently, we shot some random shorts. I'm sure you all know about them. Short slices of comedy. Goal is to make them into a sitcom. They're kind of based on my book, Random. The Adventures of an Irish Guy in L.A. We shot about 16 of them before. Shooting some more. Trying to up the funniness. Up the production value. Make them look more like something you'd see on TV. Although I like the other ones too. Time to step it up a notch. Anyway, we shot some stuff. My eyes definitely lie to me. Compared to the camera. So basically I got an edit back of one of the scenes we shot. And oh Jesus people. Oh sweet Jesus. Even though it's the funniest scene we've shot so far. I was definitely laughing the most. The first frame. I appear. Big sweaty puffy boozy. Flabby. Where's my jaw? What's up my big fat neck? I look like a seal appears on the screen why did I wear a white shirt I wore a shirt because I meant to be on a date so I'm trying to look sharp usually when I wear this shirt I look sharp but maybe that's only in my own eyes maybe I'm deluded that is a big thing and then so I saw it and I was like oh Jesus what's going on with me do I look like that? I thought I was looking well. The vanity kicked in. 
kicked in. I was getting flashbacks back to when I was a young boy. I've told a story before, but I'll tell it again. I was on TV singing in a choir. I only joined the choir because I could get out of class. But little did we all know that I had a beautiful, beautiful angelic voice. Ave Maria, gratia buena, dominus tecum, It's like one of those Gregorian chants. I was like a gift, gift from God. That's what they call me. That's what I used to tell myself in the mirror every day. Mark Boy, you're a gift from God. Kathleen and David Hayes, gift. To the parents of a god. Anyway, I was on TV. Born a black turtleneck, I remember it well. Formerly used to own, belonged to my gran, I believe, who passed it down to my mum. I found it in her wardrobe because I was a snoop when I was a young boy. I used to like snooping around, snoop here, snoop there. What's going on over here? What's going on over there? Snoopy Mac. Thought it was my dad's top. Whoa, this looks cool. Turtleneck. Makes me look French. Makes me look like a pink panther or a jewel thief. I'm going to wear this. That became a top that I was used to wear to try and look stylish. Thought it was weird that the top had shoulder pads. That was a bit odd, but what did I know? It was a grown-up's top. Grown-ups are more stylish than young chaps like myself. Shoulder pads must be what the men wear to make the shoulders look so big. I only have bird shoulders. Little woman's shoulders, they call them. Shoulder pads look cool. Now I look like an upside-down triangle. Anyway, I was wearing that on TV. Sang my song. Came home. The bus ride. It's pretty boring. That's all I remember. I remember being very hot in the studio. My face was flushed. My hair was sweating. I was sweating. Came home. Asked my grand. See me on TV? She said, I did, Mark. You were very good. You look very fat in the face. Those words, very fat in the face, have haunted me since. Crippled me, some say. Mentally, they've kept me on my toes. No longer will I allow myself to be fat in the face. But sometimes you forget. If I see a bad photo of myself, and I have done this before, I will change my life based on that one bad photo. This is what I look like. This is the pity I've become. I thought I was kind of acceptable. I thought I looked like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. You're trying to tell me I don't look like that? You're trying to tell me there's a chance I may never make the cover of People's 100 Top Best Looking People in the World? You're telling me I might not be good looking? I'm an ugly piece of slime? Is that what you're telling me I is? Develop this weird thing where I look in the mirror, sucking in my cheeks. Can't be fat in the cheek. <laughs> sucking those cheeks. That's how I'd only look myself in the mirror, sucking in my cheeks. Didn't realize this, really, until I went to Greece. Family trip to see my aunt get married. My brother and my cousin walked in on me as I was fixing my spiky short hair at the time. They saw me do my cheek sucking face. They were like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, what are you on about? Because I couldn't talk properly because my cheeks were sucked in and I was biting down with my teeth on my cheeks. What are you on about? 
Why are you sucking in your cheeks? No, I'm not sucking in my cheeks. They took a photo. I was like, oh, yeah. I am sucking in my cheeks. That's why I ruin all the photos. I don't know how to smile. I'm too busy trying to look cool in pictures. Anyway, it's haunted me. Haunted me since... Even though it's not even top front of my brain. It's not even in the front lobe. It's deep in the back. Tip, tip, tipping away every time I look in the mirror. It's like... Suck in those cheeks. Suck in those cheeks, flabby boy. Flabby, flabby. You're a flabby little boy. So anyway, saw this edit of the random we shot. Opening scene. The daylight is coming in. It's not lit great. Well, it kind of is alright. I look pasty. I haven't been tanning as much lately, people. Tanning. It's pretty boring. Just lying there in the sun. Unless I'm on the beach in a tropical isle. It's hard to tan when you got work to do. I wish I could turn my brain off and just lie there and read, but I can't. I'm like, oh, I could be doing this, doing that, doing that. Do I really want to be a kind of a bum who's out tanning? But anyway, saw this edit, fat in the face, pudgy looking, very pasty. Like a seal, as I said before. My face just melted into my neck. It was all just one. My head kind of looked like a thumb, a big fat thumb. I was like, oh, Jesus. I'm quitting the booze. Quitting the booze. By the time, 24 hours later, I'd worked out seven times. Ran, sweated, cried. Got my life together. And somehow I managed not to booze all weekend. That's been delightful. And then today I saw another edit we did from another side, a different part of the bar that we were shooting in. I was wearing a black t-shirt, key. The lighting was better, key. I didn't look as bad. I was like, oh, maybe I'm not the pity. Maybe it was just the lighting and the angle of the camera. That's what we like to tell ourselves. It's not us. It's other people's fault. What the Jesus am I jibbering about? Who knows? Fat in the face. It's always a lovely topic to go on for about 20 minutes. Insecurities, huh? Insecurities bubbling to the surface. Now I've gotten over the looks. And the shorts are funny. Which is the main thing, I suppose. I'd like... (coughs) Who would have known? Americans love to tell you, if you drink... If you're good at drinking, as in you can handle it out of drink, you might have a drinking problem. Oh my god, you had more than three drinks. Whoa, calm down there, buddy. Slow your roll, buddy. Wow, you might need an intervention. I can quit booze easily. Show me a bad picture of myself, and I'm like, all right, that's it, I'm done. Happened to me before in Ireland. I saw a picture. Used to go to a bar called the Classic all the time, Classic Bear. They used to take photos for their websites. They took a photo of me and my buddy Baz, Dr. Lump, we called him. We might have after been one few too many Jaeger bombs. Arms around each other having a laugh. Arms over the shoulder at the bar. They took a sneaky photo. I saw it on the website. The lighting was horrendous. I was like, oh my God. What? This is what I look like? Changed my life, moved to LA, grew my hair long, and it's been 
the rest is history, as they say, people. The rest is history. So yeah, one bad photo, I'll change my life. I have no qualms about that. Read a book, change my life. Whatever needs being, needs done. What else has been going on? Not too sure to be true. Trying to sell some of this stuff. Trying to sell a travel show we shot before. Trying to sell this dock. Producers on my ass about the dock. Gotta make back some money, people. Make back some money. Funny, I still had my agent before. Did I ever tell you about my former manager? This dude. What a plonker this guy was. Came up to me at a music gig. Hey, man, what do you do? Told him. He was like, whoa, man, you, you're the kind of guy I want to sign. At the time, this manager was with a good management agency. So I met him. He put me in touch with an agent who was quite good. Little did I know that he had just... <coughs> the manager had left that agency, so he had gone rogue. I was his first new client. Whoopee. But the agent he put me in touch with was really good. Got me all these really big auditions. Didn't nail any, but still, it's good to be in the room. The casting director... The, or yeah, the casting people were like, yeah, we really love this guy. Keep sending him back. It's like, all right, happy days, happy days. Something's coming around the corner. Something's coming around the corner. Agent was getting me meetings with all these people. Meet and greets. Just go in and talk to them. Say hello. Sounds good. In we go. Next minute, it all went quiet. I was like, hmm, surprising. Although, no, maybe it's just the season is off. Maybe it's just the season is off. But then the season never really came back. I didn't hear from the agent, but I just thought it's not the season he'd been sending me out. Eventually, about six months later, I emailed him going, what's the story, buddy? Long time no see. What's going on? He was like, oh, how's it going, man? Yeah, long time. I was like, oh, I haven't heard from you in ages. What's going on? He was like, oh, yeah, your manager, let's call him Benny. Benny told me you, uh, you didn't want to work with me anymore. I was like, what? Why would Benny say that? I actually haven't heard from Benny in ages. Benny tried to send me all these contracts where I promised to give him 25 or 30% of commission. Benny, I realized, was a clown. But Benny at least put me in touch with you, a good agent. And the agent was like, oh, yeah, well, Benny told me that uh, you didn't want to work with me anymore. You were taking a new direction with your career. He didn't want to focus on TV or film anymore. He said you were going to focus on Vine. Pardon me? Making Vines, those stupid 10-second videos. That's what Benny had in mind for you and your career. Not the Oscars or the Emmys, but the Vines. The Vine Awards, 10 seconds of being a feckin' clown. Tried to get back with the man agent. The manager was gone. The agent was like, yeah, let's set up a meeting so maybe we can work things out. That was a polite way of saying, yeah, don't bother calling me again. Cancel on me twice. Farewell, agent. Happy days. Happy days, people. It's all hilarious back now when you look at it again. Fired an agent because... The manager told him I was focusing on Vine. Do people even use Vine anymore? I don't know, but that's L.A. It's delightful. Delightful. Who needs friends when you got managers like that? 
So yeah, I don't even know what else I was on about. I'm trying to sell, gotta sell, sell all this stuff. What is going on? Not too sure. Hmm. Is that it? Thought it was more in the back of my mind. Headbutt on the wall. We covered that. That was a big one. Headbutt on the wall. Did a good stand-up show the other day. All new stuff. Kind of about how Pokemon Go reminds me of back in Cork. When we used to drive around my friend's 1980 Mini Cooper trying to spot prostitutes. Fairly similar to Pokemon Go. There's a prostitute down by the docks in Cork City. 200 points. There's one by City Hall. Quick, drive away. She's spotted us. Will we get arrested for driving past hookers? Who knows? But let's get out of here. Fun times. I've gone from trying to spot prostitutes in Cork. I was outside the gym here in West Hollywood the other day. I forget sometimes how creeps the guys are. This dude... I was texting and I stopped on the street for like two seconds just so I didn't walk into a pole to finish the text. Sensed the guy behind me, looked around, looked up. He was like, hey, did you drop something? I looked down in his hand. He had a condom and lube. I looked down. I looked at him. He gave me a smile like, you interested? I said, no, man, not mine. He kind of shuddered. As if though he was not expecting that response. That must have worked for him before as a chat up line. Is this your lube and condom? Would you like to use it with me? Got out of there. He followed me for a couple of hundred yards. Eventually I just stopped till he stopped. A lot of creepy dudes around the place. All right. Although in their defense. I was driving along the other day. I saw a mannequin. Half naked. I almost crashed into a pole because of her. I thought she was a real woman. I was trying to get a better look at her. I was like, Jesus, what the hell is your one wearing? Broad daylight on the street. What kind of setup is that? I almost crashed into a stop sign pole. Then I realized the reason she wasn't moving was because she was a mannequin. A fake plastic yoke. So who's the creep really, people? Maybe we're all creeps. Maybe that's the point. Or else West Hollywood will desensitize you and everything turns into a sexual connotation. Who knows? I pretend maybe I know. Is it West Hollywood or is it me? I also ask myself why is almost everyone I meet an idiot? And then my conscience cleared its throat and said, What if you're the idiot, Marky boy? And I said, Conscience, shh. That could never be. We all know I'm not an idiot. So shut your mouth, I said to myself in my own head to myself. I said, shut your mouth. Would an idiot say that? No, obviously not. So it was nice. Nice to know I'm not an idiot. And I'd say that's about it. My train of thought is gone completely. Make sure to come see me doing stand-up soon. All new stuff. Although it's weird. Whenever I write books or do podcasts or blogs or newspaper articles, 
Love is so polite, I never curse if I can. Then I go do stand up and it's filthy. Filthy. And it's like maybe that's the only place I have to release the filth. We all need an outlet. Mine is stand up, it seems. My poor parents can never come watch me do it. So that's a pity. Oh, one last thing I've been getting into recently is uh, washing my own car. I found I did it by accident. I saw a sign the other day. I was driving along. It was like $2 car wash. Do it yourself. I was like, $2? Jeez, that's way better than the $25 the other people charged me. Went in. It eventually cost me something like 12 to $15. But it was nice to feel in control for once. The only time in my life I feel in control now is when I go wash my car. If you're wondering what it's like to live in L.A., that is my answer. The only time I ever feel control in my life is when I go wash my car. So that's nice. It's nice to be in control for 25 minutes of the week. The rest of the time I'm just headbutting walls. Staring into the mirror, looking at my fat face. Trying to deal with people. I've been trying to hang around with new people more. It's not been great. To be honest. I realize living in LA, sometimes you just gotta say, Alright, look. Sometimes, maybe I just have to hang out with people I don't even really like. I just have to bite the bullet and be like, alright, look, this person's kind of an idiot, but people I actually like aren't around or in town. So should I stay hanging around on my own, which I don't mind at all? Or should I make an effort and spread the wings and see what normal people are up to? Or not even normal people, but what these guys are up to. And then you go hang out with them and you're like... Oh, yeah, that's why I'm not a fan of you. Because you're so sensitive. You show up and they're wearing Ugg boots. And you're like, you're wearing Uggs in 100 degree heat. That's superb. I used to mock guys in L.A. who used colouring books. Grown men using colouring books. And then the other day, my brother... Me a belated birthday present. You guessed the people twisting the tail. Two colouring books, a pack of colouring pencils, and a sharpener. So now I am like them. They are like me. Although I can't believe that I haven't done it sooner. Because when I was growing up, I used to be like a champion colourer. Used to be unreal at colouring. Keeping it in those lines. Jesus, you wouldn't find a neater boy than me, people. The neatest man with a colouring pencil in town. And yet I mocked him. I always find I mock things that I actually like. Which is why if you're a person and I mock you, probably means I like you. Unless you're too similar to me, then I don't like you at all. Then I'm mocking you because there can only be one. That's fair. That's healthy. Well, people, has been a very healthy podcast thank you for listening the ac's pumping it's a nice cool 70 70 degrees can you believe that i've gone from 92 sweating and in tears wanting to give up in life to 70 talking about my fat cheeks
What a time to be alive, right? Check out website, marquez.tv, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, at trickadoo, T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U. My books on Amazon, random, randomer, freedom. Sure, there's some more gibber online. If anyone has some questions, phone in, man. Send me a message. What do you want to know? Oh, I just thought of more stories, but I've done the ending, so we'll save them for next time. All right. Keep an eye out for these new shorts coming soon. Random. Check them out on YouTube. Random. The Adventures of an Irish Guy in L.A. Get up the breast. The last one we did with Richard Lewis. The one before with Rob Sheen. Adam Fergus. The ones before that, I can't even remember, but they're hilarious, people. Hilarious. There's also a travel show that I'm trying to sell. It's called Marquez's Real American Adventure. It's like an Irish Borat being a fake tour guide. Still probably one of the best things. The funniest thing I shot is is the one thing that makes me laugh. The most purely for the scene where I'm laughing at my buddy nonstop. Alright, till next time. Random podcast. Enjoy the Olympics. Stay away from Polo Necks. Goodbye. Or Turtle Necks. Jesus. Turtle Necks. Have a great Turtle Neck story for you next time. Remind me to tell you it's a classic. Classic. Burnt my head. Involves me and a burnt head. What more do you need? Tune in next week. Good luck to you.